0: This is Pave It Black. Hello and welcome to another episode of Pave It Black, the official podcast of the National Asphalt Pavement Association. Today, I have Matt Riggle as our guest. Uh, Matt Riggle works for Bluegrass Testing in Louisville, Kentucky. How about we start, Matt? Could you just tell us maybe a little bit about what you do at Bluegrass?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I have been in my current role for the past three years. I serve as the operations manager for the laboratory, so I handle all of the business side of the laboratory. My counterpart, Scott Choir, handles all of our technical issues um, and relating to clients and, and whatnot, so... I've been in this role for about three years. I've been
0: in the QC laboratory side of the asphalt pavement industry for 10 years. So today you agreed to uh, do a podcast. It's uh, the podcast uh, episodes that we call What If. I'm gonna tell you that I'm gonna take something away that you're not aware of, and then we're just gonna kinda talk about, I guess, the impacts and the adjustments that that would take. And So today, um, my what if is, what if there were no cameras? No video cameras, no still cameras know camera technologies in and around our operations. I'm interested to hear how that might impact you. So I guess first we'll start by talking about how we use
1: cameras. Okay. And we use in the laboratory, I mean we have cameras in the laboratory. Um, We don't really ever use them unless there's an issue. I honestly rarely look at them. Don't tell my employees that but yeah. And then you know on job sites we, we use them to highlight um, highlight projects, highlight the you know, the aesthetic of the project, especially if we're submitting for an Apple award. I mean, that's part of the requirement is five photos. A lot of times that camera is providing a proof of something, mm-hmm. a proof of what somebody says or their words, or might impact how they, if they know they're being watched, or if they, you know, in the age that we live in now, when you can almost always assume that you there's a camera on you at some point, I think it affects people's behavior and how they interact with each other, hopefully for the better. So I think if you took that away, hopefully we don't see people acting in their own self interests, which I think maybe there might be a little bit of that. But if we got to a spot where there was a he said, she said, we're taking one person's word over the other, and we didn't have a way of verifying that, you would really have to, some of that conflict resolution, some of those issues would be um, kind of hard to navigate, I would think. Um, sometimes you can go back through and see if something happens Um, if I get a call from a customer um, and this is on our parent company side so with Louisville paving if I get a call from a customer that our job site doesn't look good if I can I can get a picture from them or whatnot we're gonna have to actually go out to the field you know get on that job site get with our foreman see what happens if there's anything that we need to do to make it right you know we'll do that but having that camera and that that picture
0: available to us um, definitely saves time, saves money. Probably adds clarity to communication, right? So like it's a way to quickly pass information along right back to the lab or back to the office or things like that. And I can not tell you,
1: especially in my early days um, with QC testing back when I was actually grabbing truck samples and plant samples, having a picture I mean, you can tell a lot. I know you can't get into the volumetrics of what a mix is doing by just a picture, but it can give you information by looking at it. And I mean, it is simple as truck temperature. We all know how important the temperature of asphalt plays in, in lay down operations and producing operations, and of course, the efficiency of the plant. If I get a call from the road and it's, Hey, the mix is cold. We go out and verify, it and it's it's fine at the plant. We could try to figure out what that is. If they have a thermometer on the road, they send me a picture of their thermometer readout, whether it's digital or, or a dial stem. I I understand that you know they're they're paying and what they're getting at, and we try to figure out what it's going from. So I think trust would have to be there for sure. If I get a call from our field operations and they're telling me that the mix is cold or it looks weird, we might need to grab an extra PC sample. Um, yeah, it's, I mean it's just definitely something. It's an interesting concept.
0: Yeah. Yeah. How about uh, have you seen camera technologies in terms of uh, planning around um, sites that you work at, or with inventories, or different, I guess, operations with that that are using cameras? Or oh, absolutely. Okay. So, so
1: on a monthly basis, we we do a stockpile inventory count. Um, we need it's necessary for our accounting audits. I mean, every ton of virgin aggregate or or wrap in our stockpiles that's an asset to us. It's inventory. We need to be able to accurately capture that and of course we're not sending people out there with a GPS rover like we used to. We we go up and fly. Um, so we, we, we put a drone in the air, we capture on our typical plant, I mean anywhere from 200 to 300 photos, put those together into a 3D image and do volume calculations um, with the drone imagery. So that would affect our operations big time because A, it might not be cost effective for us to go out there and manage it on a monthly basis. We might have to go out on a quarterly basis um, or half a year. Having those cameras allows us to go out every single month and double check what our inventory is, make sure everything matches what our tickets are showing that we should have on the property. um, gives, a, gives us that extra layer of, uh, of comfort and what we have. And then on the planning side of it, I mean, we know that if we have a big job coming up and we need a particular aggregate, we don't have enough maybe the quarry's running low on their supply, we can plan ahead for that. Having that monthly stockpile count really, really benefits us.
0: Do you see um, much use of that type of technology with maybe um, jobs and looking at quantities or um, recordation, maybe with uh, jobs that where you're working in areas where you might impact things in the right that you way know, that people might be wanting back in terms of landscaping or I don't know, there's I guess a number of different things that could be impacted on job. Are you seeing cameras used for recordation or for job, job type quantity? Yeah, so
1: um, I'll tell you, I don't know if it's a job quantity issue, but we got onto a job site and um, when actually, no, it is a job quantity issue. If, if, if it's a uh, if there's been a bunch of site work done, they're, they're they're building up the subgrade, building up the the ag base. If that layer isn't right and we're trying to match curb and gutter on the front ends, um, our foreman know that they need to take pictures, show the site conditions. That way we can um, whether it was our company or a subcontractor or whatnot, we can get with them and say, hey, look, here's the proof. You know this grade isn't right. We need to get it right so that the the pavement design thickness is where it needs to be. Um, having those pictures is extremely valuable. Um, and again, if if that picture wasn't there, we get back into a he said she said. Who are we gonna who are we gonna go with? We're gonna end up to resolve an issue like that. We're gonna
0: have to get all inter- interested parties back out to the job site and say, look, this is this is what it is. So it seems like definitely cameras help with efficiency. Mm-hmm. Help with Clarity on communication, recordation, help with quantities and planning. So they're they're pretty integrated into a lot of the operations. It sounds like at, at your company and in the activities you do, mm-hmm. and also even in marketing or you know really I guess being able to highlight some of the the work yeah. that they do. So
1: it's funny because they're so they're so ubiquitous with everyday life nowadays mm-hmm. you know they're they're everywhere they're on our phones they're on your computer they're everywhere so it's almost you almost take it for granted mm-hmm. it's something that you're not you don't consider so do
0: you think there might be ways that we could even use cameras that we're not using them now do you think there's actually maybe ways that that technology could even be expanded I think we're
1: using, utilizing them to the best of our abilities now. I mean, not just a standard camera, but you know, we're really getting into IR cameras and, and u- utilizing those for temperature segregation and looking at some of those issues. Um, of course, they're integrating those into intelligent compaction with rollers, um, which is just, again, it's that's another type of technology that's enabling us to put a more consistent uniform product on the ground, which is going to help um, our industry tenfold. Um, as far as outside of that, you know, I, I'm not really sure. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's kind of an evolving thing. I mean, you see yeah. some of these technologies maturing, but there's always that possibility that somebody's going to come up with another, yeah, another way to utilize the tool. That's right. Yep. Yeah. If I were to give you your camera back, I guess I, I'm curious. Who, what do you want to go take a picture of first, or where do you miss it the most?
1: Before and after shots are huge. Yeah. I think they tell a story. They tell that that you know we're, we're trying to highlight our industry. Uh, before and after shots are they're, they're a very very powerful tool for us to show how we improved a site, how we improved a maybe it was a traffic issue and uh, maybe there was you know something along those lines. But I think that's that's a very powerful thing. So really getting back to that um, again with the drone imagery, um, continuing to take aerial shots of everything and and using. If you can gather data, GPS data, um, to to do stockpile counts.
0: Well, I really appreciate your time today. Yeah. Thank you for for joining us. Thank you for being a good sport. Obviously, cameras aren't anywhere like anywhere at risk of leaving our operations, but it, I think it it just highlights how we use different tools. And so I really appreciate you. I guess going through some of the ways that your company is utilizing them and thank everybody for joining us and just remind everyone until the next episode to keep paving it black Pave it Black is produced by Monica Dutcher of the National Asphalt Pavement Association with podcast theme music credits, to Coleek. You can find Pave It Black on most of your favorite platforms, including SoundCloud and iTunes, or at www.asphaltpavement.org podcast. If you would like to suggest someone for us to interview, please email Richard Willis at rwillis at asphaltpavement.org. That's r-w-i-l-l-i-s at asphaltpavement.org. Until next time... Keep paving it black.